Peace and love, people. Peace and love. I'm back once again. And this is your next episode of Talk With Your Barber. Uh, it's been a while since my last episode. I've really just been grinding hard at the barber shop these last couple of weeks. Uh, it's been very busy at uh, the shop as guys get ready to head back to class, which should have started yesterday, Monday, the 19th of uh, what is it? August. <laughs> For all of my uh, KSU clients slash students. But before I get into the show here, I want to share a few things around the barbershop. Uh, for starters, at the beginning of the year, we've implemented a new level system at American Haircuts Kennesaw. Uh, this system allows us to meet a set of goals each month pertaining to uh, production hours, uh, clients per hour, uh, client retention, sales per hour, and also product sales per hour. Uh, that being said, uh, barbers who have been with the company for some time and have great skills in all of these areas have the opportunity to increase the price of their services by reaching a new level uh, in the system. Uh, there are somewhere around five levels in which each level there is a price increase. Uh, many shops are starting to use this type of system. Uh, this is why whenever you walk into the store for a haircut, uh, the price of the services may be a little more or a little less, depending on who you sit with. Obviously, a higher price point means the quality of service is going to be above average and you can expect more of a premium service from that barber. Uh, so if you come into the store and get to the register and you have noticed my price has gone up a dollar or two, please don't be alarmed. Uh, it means I've met my goals consistently and I've jumped to the next level and you can continue to expect great service with an added value. OK, so that being said, you know, I, I'll dive a little bit into into politics here, <laughs> which can be uh, very difficult, a very difficult subject to discuss in the barbershop, especially uh, when we get on the topic of race in things like Black Lives Matter and even white nationalism, <laughs> you know, and I try not to talk a lot about, you know, these different subjects in the barbershop, because like I said, they can be um, offensive. But, you know, a lot of times I have clients that come in and, you know, they 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 feel like the need to express themselves. And I'm not just going to tell somebody, hey, just don't talk about that. But I feel like it's not so much what you say, but how you say it. You know, like I said, I'm not big on politics, but from a business standpoint, I do like to make the connection in understanding uh, uh, the different economical systems that are in place that I feel like sort of fuel a lot of these political events like capitalism, socialism and communism. You know, so I, but but right now I feel like. You know, under the the this particular Trump administration, there has been uh, a heavy overcast of just racial discrimination. And, and, and I use that term very loosely. You know, a lot of it stemming from Trump's father being arrested at, at, at a Klan's rally in New York uh, a decades ago. And just a, a plethora of like controversial statements and lawsuits that follow Mr. Donald Trump here. You know, accusing this man of being a racist, you know, it, it, it is hard to to really know the truth about the president. You know, some things are I feel actually are better taken at face value. You know, if the man says, no, I'm not a Klan's member and, and, and KKK is evil, then that's what I have to go off of. 
You know, I believe that deep down, we all have the capability of some level of discrimination. You know, the question is, how much of your capability are you using? You know, clearly, Trump has rejected much of the politically correct mumbo jumbo, and he has chosen to express himself personally uh, when concerning other ethnic groups and politicians. You know, I've always been a very open minded individual and, and, you know, I can see things from many different perspectives. And, you know, because of that, you know, I don't jump on the bandwagon to support any group, but 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 supporting all groups that believe in freedom of democracy. Okay, I don't really get into politics much because, like I said, it's it's just it's so difficult to know the truth when there's just a good amount of corruption involved here. You know, but 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 from a business standpoint, however, what I've learned is that there are. You know, the, the, these, these economical systems that, that divide this country, one being more dominant than the other. OK, and that is, like I said, capitalism and socialism. OK, from, from my understanding, capitalism is definitely more the prominent system or group in this country, which which does give us, you know, Americans uh, more freedom, you know, with, with less government involvement. You have more private businesses and private markets that are that 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 sort of boost the economic growth here. OK, and then you have socialism. Uh, which is all about sharing the wealth, so to speak, where there is more government involvement within a private sector. Okay, socialism, it, it promotes equality and, and gets rid of the the different classes that folks can all, and so that folks can really have all the same benefit. You know, I feel like in a, in a socialist environment, there is a heavy extension of communism that maintains itself with individuals who have a different set of beliefs. Okay, and and and, and there and, and you know, and then you have this this whole trade war thing going on, you know, w- w- with China that I feel in many ways will probably lead to a slight, if not full blown recession. Uh, given that we have our largest trade deficit with China, I think owing oh, China something like one point one trillion dollars in debt, and that's that's actually down from uh, a few years ago from one point three trillion. Uh, and so, you know, I I believe that there are a, a a number of possible reasons for the 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 for Trump's trade war with China, you know, and and I'm not going to dive too deep into this, but. The economy seems to be taking a hit right now, and this is and could very well affect businesses around the U.S. However, I strongly believe that we will bounce back from this conflict here. But uh, several, several possible reasons, and, and don't quote me on this, you know, to, to, to that, I guess, will probably fuel this, this whole trade war is the fact that well, starting off the fact that Trump wants to make America great again, obviously by keeping manufacturing jobs in the U.S. Okay, that's I think that's the first step here, and also to reduce uh, the China, the U.S.-China deficit. You know, which we 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 are giving China a a great amount of money <laughs> to do business. You know, and, and another reason is 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 just to keep 
U, the U.S. as the dominant empire here. Okay, he, we, we, Trump obviously wants to make America great again by keeping us as the dominant force here. You know, we all know that the U.S. economy is one of the most robust uh, uh, economies in, in the world. Okay, so he, he wants to remain number one. And, you know, another reason, of course, is just to get the U.S. out of debt. You know, and like I said, with China being one of the one of the one of the we, with us having um, our highest deficit with China uh, going into this war would definitely sort of pull us out of that deficit in some sort of way here. <laughs> even if it does have to, even if, even if we do have to take a hit, uh, you know, initially. And then and then my final reason would just, you know, just to be to the bully, the bully. You know, we all know that this sort of mentality um, can be effective uh, when you are dealing with, you know, other uh, uh, irrational leaders or, or bullies. You know, you have to be able to stand up for yourself. And I think that's where Trump is is is, is with this. He wants to um, stand up and say, hey, you know, we the American people. Um, we, we, we have assets, too. We don't necessarily need um, to use all of China's resources. Well, not necessarily all of China. We don't necessarily need China to uh, produce goods here. We can produce our own, you know. And, and, I, and, and you know, and, and, and as an American, I, I can, I can, I can, you know, take Trump on it. I can take Trump up on that. I, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and uh, disagree with that. With that gesture, <laughs> I, I think this is a great country, and you know I am proud to be an American. So, those are some possible reasons we are on or at the brink of recession here. <laughs> but hey, this is what consumers and, and, and business folks have been waiting for, especially people in the housing market. But anyhow, enough of that. Sports. So this week in sports, mainly football, because that's all I'll mostly keep up with this season. Uh, it is still, however, preseason for the NFL and college, of course, starts this Saturday, the 24th, with Miami and Florida Gators uh, getting underway at 7 p.m. Uh, I'm not a big fan of neither team, so I'll mostly, mostly likely uh, I'll, I'll catch the highlights on that game. Uh, I will, however, be checking for that that Clemson and Georgia Tech game on Thursday at 8. I am, however, a Clemson fan. We already know how this game will go. So go Clemson. (laughs) And yes, I am a proud Alabama fan and also a Georgia fan. So I'll share highlights later as those teams play. Uh, That's pretty much it for sports since it's still early in the season. So the next part of the segment is personal development. Uh, you guys know that this is a very, if you know me, you know that this is a very critical aspect of my life. For most of my listeners who know me uh, know that I am not just a barber, but a certified life coach with FIA. Uh, I've actually pulled back in my strive to perform life coaching services because it seems as though no one really pays for life coaching. You know, and it's like counseling. No one uh, really wants to do it. You know, and I've, I've decided, however, to focus more on myself 
and continuing my own personal development and personal growth. Uh, as I reach new milestones, I do like to share what I've learned. So right now, I'm currently reading the book by James Clear titled Atomic Habits. And this is a, a great book, um, probably the best book I've read this year, actually. Um, I, I, I really like his idea or, or theory on uh, just to focus on improving 1% every day on some aspect of your life, whether it is health, diet, career goals, relationship, etc. Uh, sticking to just a small percentage over time actually compounds greater results. I know right now I would definitely like to improve in the area of fitness. Obviously, my goal is to grow stronger, leaner, and sexier, hence my new Big Nasty Fitness t-shirts. I started this BNF theme towards the end of last year in December to uh, gather some momentum going into the coming year, uh, 2019. You know, I remember sharing the name with my mom, and she thought it was something that you know, I, I created for fat people. <laughs> and I said, no, mom, it's, it's, it's for folks who work out in the gym, uh, mostly to keep myself motivated to continue my fitness regimen well into 2019. So, 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 so far, I've, I've been doing really well. I haven't sold uh, any T-shirts just yet, but I have uh, given a good bit away just to increase that, that sort of brand awareness and to just get folks familiar with the name. Um, but but back to the, the, the book I'm reading, you know, in, in the first couple of chapters, I learned a lot about how your habits actually shape your identity in, in, in that, you know, that, that there are actually three levels or, or, or layers of behavior change, which are, uh, of course, a change in your outcome which is like the first level. And, and, and then you have a change in your process, uh, which is the second layer. And then you have a change in your identity, which is the third layer um, here, in, in which James, Mr. James Clear talks about in the first couple of chapters. And, you know, and, 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 you know, most of the time, the goals we set are actually associated with, I guess, a certain outcome that we wish for, like a larger bank account, um, publishing a book, becoming a best-selling author, or just becoming stronger, leaner, and sexier in your physique. Okay, so so the second level of change is the process in which you implement to achieve these outcomes. You know, this is this is typically the place where most of us fail to include. You know, to include myself. <laughs> you know, so 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 simply because. I guess, you know, this this part takes careful research and planning to create a a better workflow. So, for example, uh, I want to get stronger, leaner and sexier at the gym. You know, this is this is the outcome that I want to become stronger, leaner and sexier. Okay, in my physique. Well, you know, I, I, I know that I need to create a workout regimen and diet plan that will help me achieve this, you know. So, so since I work five days a week at the barbershop, you know, I've scheduled the bulk of my workouts on my days off, which are Monday and Tuesday. Okay, when I have ample energy to actually 
commit to working out. Um, and on shorter work days, which are Fridays and Sundays, I'm off at 5 and 6 p.m., which gives me a set of four days a week at the gym for at least one hour. Okay, so that's my workout regimen, you know, and and I know that with a healthy diet, it takes roughly close to a year to build 20 pounds of lean muscle. Okay, given you you, you don't use very many supplements and, and you just keep a, a balanced diet, which is where I am right now. I'm, you know, I've limited the the amount of, of supplement intake and I've chosen to to really build muscle naturally with, without because I feel like when you take so many supplements, you know, that's that when you stop taking them or you cycle off of them, you know, your 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 results they sort of they 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 they're they're, they're fleeting. You know, they, they they sort of dissolve and then you have to get back on and you and you lose that that muscle mass. But when you what I've discovered is that when you just you, you eat a, a really good balanced diet, you get enough natural proteins from your chicken and fish. You know, you build that lean muscle and that muscle tends to stay on um, regardless if you're taking supplements or not. Um, obviously, building more muscle takes eating or getting more calories in which to Get and stay lean. It takes getting, uh, like I said, a good balance of healthy carbs and proteins to you know to maintain this. Like I said, like chicken, fish, oats, fruits, and veggies, and of course a protein shake every now and then, uh, or most days if you like that kind of stuff. You know, but this is all part of me developing a process. Okay, to include diet that helps me achieve that outcome that I want. And then, you know, the, the the third level or layer here is the identity part, which has a lot to do with my personal beliefs about myself and others in the fitness game. You know, at this point, I believe I have what it takes to completely change uh, my physique and build more muscle. Uh, and so this is what drives my behavior. Obviously, if I didn't believe this about myself, OK, I wouldn't be at the gym each week. Okay, and, and, and belief here is everything. I believe, or at least you know, it, it's the origin of of new behavior. Beliefs are, uh, especially for someone who who wants to quit smoking. So, for example, someone who has decided to quit smoking, and so they stop. You know, well, at least you know they they cut back. Okay, if they still believe that they are a smoker or have the mindset of a smoker trying to quit, it will be very difficult to release that habit. You know, however, if said person believes that they are, in fact, a non-smoker, this will eventually correlate with non-smoking actions and habits. Okay, the smoking habit is, 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 is attached to who they used to be in the past, and they no longer are associated with that type of behavior because the belief about who they are has changed, you know. So so at this point, I am <laughs> a non-smoker, okay. We, we, we could always lie to ourselves in order to fool our brains or trick ourselves into some new behavior, but this would further create conflict in the, the identity piece because what we say is not aligned with what we do. You know, which can also lead to some mental illness if we don't start bringing ourselves into alignment with what we do say and truly 
believe. Okay, if you believe that you can accomplish your goals, then you have to start doing the things that get you closer to achieving them. Okay, if you don't truly believe you can accomplish your goals, then every action you take will some kind of way set you off the beaten path. If if not completely turn you away from your goal, creating some frustration and maybe even depression. You know, so I know for me, you know, I, I've had to constantly reevaluate my beliefs in order to bring about some improvement in my mindset. Because, you know, see, a, a negative situation is generally fueled by some negative belief, you know. And, and I've witnessed on the job, you know, in the barbershop, you know, I've witnessed many coworkers um, at the barbershop be fired or asked to quit because of their own negative mindset about the team or company as a whole, which which triggered negative comments and behaviors that that just led to their departure. You know, so that being said, you know, I just I I really just wanted to share with you guys uh, a bit on personal development and also where where I am in this in this great book I'm reading by James Clear. Um, I'll definitely keep everyone posted as I cover the book and continue to share new insights. Um, You know, but that that pretty much this podcast is pretty short, you know, so that pretty much wraps up my my segment for this evening Um, with this episode. I just wanted to really uh, just kind of kick it off before the football season starts um, and, and, and let you guys know what was up, what's going on. And uh, as I'm making my way back to doing more podcast shows. So and and so, you know, stay, stay and stay tuned, because I think next week I'm going to be interviewing uh, Psychic Wayne. (laughs) You know, this guy is pretty well known in Atlanta. I've been having some conversations with him. And, you know, I, I know I've listened to him on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show on the radio, um, you know, as he gives his reads on people's lives according to astrology. Uh, and so a- after a few conversations with him, I, you know, I definitely can see that he has some depth of knowledge concerning uh, the history and, and just the planetary setup of things. So I'm definitely interested to sit down and actually let him give his spiel on astrology. Uh, I'm not that big on astrology, but I, I've dabbed in it from time to time and can understand some of the effects so, you know, that that being said, stay on the lookout for some uh, also for some big, nasty fitness T-shirt giveaways as I continue to uh, develop brand awareness. And if you would like to join me on the podcast show uh, with some cool insights, don't hesitate to email me at talkwithyourbarber at gmail dot com. That being said, peace and love, peace and love until next time.